Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Sundays through Thursdays, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Len Levinson and directed by Max Hutto. If you like crossword puzzles, you'll be interested in this bit of dialogue that took place between Fibber and Molly. Hey, Molly, what's a 15-letter word meaning friend? 15-letter word? Mm-hmm. Heavenly days, McGee. What do you think I am, a 24-volume encyclopedia? Okay, if you can't answer, kiddo, I'll figure it out for myself. Hey, just a minute, McGee. Could it be two words like prudential agent? He's certainly a good friend of ours. Mm, let me see. Prudential. Say, you got something there. Of course it's prudential agent. Isn't he just about the friendliest guy we know? He sure is. You know, he's one man who's happiest when he's busy helping other people plan a more secure future for their family. When he's showing you how to get the most for your life insurance dollar. Yes, and how you can make all those wonderful retirement dreams come true. Of course, he's also Johnny on the spot if any real trouble comes your way. Among the first to bring you the kind of help you need when you need it most. Take our advice, friends, and get in touch with your prudential agent tomorrow. Come what may, you'll find him one of the best friends your family ever had. And he left in the car right after breakfast this morning, Monica, he and Mr. Wimple. Yes, they're delivering parcel post packages for the post office. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it is pretty cold out. You know, Mr. Wimple caught a miserable cold yesterday slopping around in that slush, but McGee feels fine. Mailman! Mailman! <laughs> Could you hear that, Monica? Yeah, he himself has something to deliver here, and he's acting very official about it. Mailman! Yeah, I'll have to go now. Bye. Coming, mailman. I can't wait to see what you have to deliver here. I got... I got this. Mr. Wimple? Hello, Mrs. McGee. Sick. I couldn't put him down to use my door key, so... Bring him in here, McGee. What happened? Well, you know what a cold he had, and he insisted on working today in spite of it. The bell must go out. So we got out on the route, and he folded up like a cardboard bathtub. Here, set the poor lad down here. That's it. Yeah. Oh, so he feels so good. His wife ain't home, so I brought him here. He'll be okay. I got a carload of stuff to deliver all over town. Including a crate of two-day-old chickens. Chickens? Baby chicks? Yeah, I left the motor running and the heater on so they don't catch cold like Wimple did. Oh, dear. You you can't handle this job all the road, Mr. McGee. This is the worst day of the week. I'll handle it, or I'll handle it. Tough job, but the mail must go through. I'll manage some way. Say, maybe I better help you, dearie. Swell, kiddo, I knew you'd say that. Run upstairs and get dressed, quick. I'll phone Doc Gamble and have him come and take a look at Wimple. Good. How does a lady mailman dress, anyhow? Warm, kiddo, warm. In fact, you better put on your long ones today. Go out in this weather with a pair of short gloves on and your wrists will freeze clear up to your elbows. The chickens seem to be all right, McGee. Nice and warm in the car. Yeah. 
But don't you think you should have delivered them the very first thing? Delivered them? I've tried to deliver them twice so far, and both times there's nobody home. Oh? Did you ask the neighbors when this Mr., uh, what's his name? Bagshaw. Adelton P. Bagshaw, the address tag says. Did you ask the neighbors when he'd be home? No, I didn't. Mainly because the neighbors on both sides are vacant lots. Well, I guess all we can do... Hold it. Slow down, McGee. Mm-hmm. Here's our next stop. We got a package for Walt at the malt shop. Oh, good, good. We can get a cup of coffee and warm up a little. Better leave the heater on for the chicks. I will. After we get a bite to eat, we'll take another run out to the guy's house, and he better be the heck home this time. I hope so. Let's grab a table over by the window there. Well, hello there, kids. Hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Oh, hi, old-timer. Say, I got a postcard yesterday from a friend of mine who was also a friend of daughter here's Uncle Dennis. Oh, really? He's seen the whole thing happen with his own eyes. And this is a riddle. Uncle Dennis, what happened to him? That's the riddle, daughter. Your Uncle Dennis walks into this saloon, see, and quick like that, the bartender sets a glass full of water in front of him, and Uncle Dennis drinks it right down and says, Ah, that's exactly what I wanted. Must have been somebody else's Uncle Dennis. Nope, it was him, all right. Now, how did that bartender, without a word being spoke, no, Uncle Dennis wanted a glass of water. Oh, my, I don't know. He certainly wasn't a mind reader. Nor much of a judge of character, too, either. Must have been living on potato chips for a week. Nope. Give up? No, not yet, not yet. Now, let's see. It was election day, and they couldn't serve anything else. No. Hmm. Are you sure he swallowed the water? He hadn't set fire to his necktie and wanted to put it out. Nope. Give up? Oh, go on, kids. Give up. Oh, all, all right, right, all right. Give well, give good. Up. Here's the answer. Uncle Dennis didn't have to say anything because the bartender could see he had the hiccups. <laughs> so on, kids. There's more fun with the McGee shortly. Hello, this is Vaughn Monroe with the news you've been waiting for. It's here at last, RCA Victor's Glenn Miller Limited Edition, Volume 2. Sixty fabulous Glenn Miller performances never before available on records. Listen. Off-the-air recordings made at such famous night spots as the Meadowbrook, Cafe Rouge, Glen Island Casino, and Paradise Restaurant. All newly processed by RCA Victor for enhanced fidelity. Now, I know you'll want this great album of collector's items, so a word of advice. See your RCA Victor dealer immediately. Volume 1 of this series was completely sold out almost overnight, and we expect this one will too. Ask for Glenn Miller Limited Edition, Volume 2, luxuriously packaged in gold leatherette on RCA Victor Long Play, 5 records, or 45 Extended Play, 15 records, for only twenty-four ninety-five. Dad ratted luck anyhow. I don't that guy ever stay home. No luck yet, huh? No. Hold him while I get in, will you? Adelton P. Bagshaw. That name sound familiar to you? It should. I must have heard it 18 times today. Doggone it, I keep thinking it's somebody we used to know or do business with or something. Say, wait a minute. Was that the name of our Eggman? Hmm? No. He was Harry Summers. I remember because I also knew a Harry Winters, a Harry Spring, and a Harry Fall, and 
I want to get them all together sometime for a group picture. What on earth for? Oh, I thought it'd be kind of nice to send out at Christmas time, you know, season's greetings. <laughs> Even the chicks, young as they are, didn't like that one. Well, you can't amuse everybody. Where's our next stop? <laughs> hey, who's that honking? Oh, it's the grocery truck, the old timer. What the heck does he want? Just got another message from a friend, kid. About Uncle Dennis. Oh, dear. Guess what happened to him at Flanagan's Barn Grill last night? Yeah, well, we know. He walked in and the bartender, without a word... Nope, nope, that's a different riddle, Johnny. It wasn't the bartender, it was the owner himself. Yeah? There wasn't a glass of water, it was half a glass. Now, how did that owner know that Uncle Dennis wanted a half a glass of water without him saying a word? Because he had the hiccups, that's why. You're wrong, daughter. He knowed it because in his hand, Uncle Dennis had an aspirin pill. (laughs) Where's the next stop? Teeny's house, huh? Yes. It's a package from her aunt. Oh, wait, hold it. That looks like Teeny playing out in front. Oh, yeah. Doesn't she look cute in her red snowsuit? Yoo-hoo, Teeny. We have something for you, honey. Yeah, come here, Teeny. Package. Hi, Mr. McGee. Hi, Miss McGee. Hi. Oh, boy, a package. I wonder what... Oh, it says, do not open till Christmas. Yeah, well, don't take it so hard, sis. Christmas is only six days away, you know. Oh, gee, that's an awful, awful long time, I betcha. Well, don't you fret about waiting to open that present. Your Uncle Fibber's going to give you... Now, let me see. I'm going to give you... Hmm. I haven't anything but some pennies and a dime. Here. I have a dollar bill, McGee. Oh, I don't know. One's too little and the other's too... Well, we'll let you choose, Teeny. Here. Which one should you take? The dime or the dollar? Well, my mama taught me to always take the littlest piece. Ah, uh-huh. you see, Molly? She's taking the dime. But just so I don't lose it, I'll take this piece of green paper to wrap it up in. Oh. Thanks, everybody. Bye now. Well, how do you like that little... Hey, there's a light there at Bagshaw's house. Well, it's about time. It's past 8 o'clock. Help me with this crate, will you? It'll be a pleasure. Careful now. Don't drop the little things. Don't you worry. I'll be so glad to get rid of these things. Hey, Bagshaw. Addleton P. Bagshaw. Anybody home by that name? I think I hear somebody coming. Yes. Oh, we're looking for a... Well, hello there, kid. Come in, come in. This is a pleasant surprise, kid. What? My gosh, old-timer, you're every place we go. We're looking for a guy named Addleton P. Bagshaw. He's supposed to live at this address, and we thought... And... and... No. You? Heavenly days. You mean to stand there with your bare face hanging out in the wind, Johnny, and tell me you don't know my name? That's a fine thing. But, but you used to live way over on... I moved. Pretty discouraging when folks you consider your friends for nine to twenty years don't even know your... What you got there? Three dozen two-day-old chicks. We're delivering them for the parcel post office. Well, you can take them right back, kid. What? I ordered them for Friday the 24th. They're five days early. But can't you take them now? Sorry, daughter, and I'll tell you why. Because I wanted three dozen two-day-old chicks on the day before Christmas, and by then these will be too old. Too old? What for? For the Christmas present I was planning to give. 
three dozen two-day-old pullets. And furthermore, you've gone and spoiled the surprise. Well, who are you trying to surprise? You two. What? This is the Christmas present I sent away for for you. Well, you can keep them now. Merry Christmas and good night. We'll say good night to Fibber and Molly in a moment. This is John Wald with a little bit of daytime advice. Those coming holiday hours can be cheered along by staying in tune with NBC. Weekday mornings, for example, you'll hear Mary Margaret McBride, one of your favorite people for many years, in an informal program featuring items of interest to women everywhere, plus some entertaining and informative highlights designed to keep you up to date in this busy world of ours. Mary Margaret McBride, a name that means daytime entertainment, heard on NBC every Monday through Friday morning. Also in the morning, quiz fun with Strike It Rich and the phrase that pays. Then in the afternoon, drama with your longtime friends like Just Plain Bill, Young Witter Brown, and Lorenzo Jones. An afternoon listening in addition brings you an unusual interview show called It Pays to Be Married, with popular Jay Stewart introducing you to people who tell their true and moving stories of love and marriage. Just let NBC Radio be your constant companion and hear for yourself. see Toops's kid, Willie, and Freddie Fuller, and Teeny, that makes three. And how about the paper boy? Is he too big? McGee, what sort of a list are you making up now? A list of children I'm going to give a very sweet Christmas present to. A pair of two-day-old chicks. So far, I think I can get rid of 22. You know any deserving little children McGee. who... McGee. Well, we got to do something with them. I just took care of that. I phoned Mr. Harry Summers, our old egg man, and he's going to pick them up in the morning. Well, hooray for Harry. He always was a good old egg man. Good night. Good night, all. Fibber McGee and Molly is an NBC Radio Network production transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Wimple. Tomorrow, the McGees battle the holiday crowds to buy a Christmas present for Teeny. You won't want to miss it. Good night. Join the great Gildersleeve and all his friends tonight on the NBC Radio Network.